again, coming from the bunker. It is this radio station. Movies are real. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, hello there, everyone. This is George Cruz. Uh, movies are real. It is been two months, three months, five Who months. Who can tell? When do we, I don't know when we <laughs> We've did a been podcast in this bunker list. for years. Listen, folks, time in the bunker. Uh, it makes no meaning, but we do have this wonderful, beautiful photo of Selena Gomez to keep us company <laughs> through these trying times. Uh, and I think we're going to make it through, folks. Uh, Ryan Lance, how are you doing? That's my name, and I'm doing. That's good. Carrie, <laughs> how are you doing? Uh, I'm great. I, I, just like Selena Gomez, I also have good taste. I agree. Uh, <laughs> and we're here to share that good taste with you because we have a podcast about movies. Uh, and the funny thing about this, uh, as we continue to do this operation, uh, is that there are still no motion. Well, there are some motion pictures coming out, but really, this is most, mostly us just fucking... Throwing shit on the television screen and just consuming w- with our eyeballs. Um, nice. uh, at least I have. Um, so yeah, we got we got some new stuff that has come out. That I think. Uh, I think is it, did Juan come out this month? Juan Origins. I, think I believe was, so. He, it was July, like early July. Oh yeah, that too. Um, anyways, we got some newer stuff here. Uh, while Ryan and Carrie were you us when we saw Sarah Michelle Gellar's The Grudge, you weren't with us when we saw that no. recently. No. Okay. Well, this is not Sarah Michelle Gellar's The Grudge, which we did see. We're talking about Juon Origins here for starters, which I did not see. But y'all saw. This is a Netflix series. Yes. Uh, yes. I know nothing about it, so I would love to be informed. Yes. Yeah, so I heard about this a while back that Netflix was doing a a Juon Grudge, which is the doctor's name for The Grudge TV show. And I was, you know, I was interested but what really sold me is went drop on Netflix and noticed that there was only six episodes and they were all thirty minutes each. That sounds yeah, it great. Was very and, quick. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, I <laughs> I can I, it feels like I'm living in the good old days again. This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, I can watch this and I don't feel obligated to, you know, binge it all in one night. So obviously mm-hmm. I binge it all in one night. Um, and it was weird. <laughs> It, it's uh, like from the very get go, it like recognizes like there's this newscast and it like recognizes like the movies and it like says the newscaster says this is the real house that inspired all of those movies about the evil house. It's twisted and this is the real stuff. Yeah. So it's not really the origins of like, um, but it Ky- says origins in the yeah. Kyra. It's not really the or. <laughs> In this also, season, I, I should have started by saying that this is a movie podcast. We're talking about a TV series because it's well, the grudge. You know, whatever, 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 whatever. <laughs> but like, it's not really the origins of Kayako or whatever you say her name. Um, it's it's the origins of the fictional movies, basically. <laughs> like they kind of delve into the actual origins of her right away later on, I should say. But from the get go, like the house is already haunted, and it's just people they go in the house and grudge stuff happens Mm -hmm. but it's it's an entertaining ride i can say (laughs) i mean i watched it all in one night not expecting to do so so that that says something i guess yeah i also watched it all in one night because i after i watched a certain episode which i hope we talk about a little bit i immediately texted you guys and i was like oh my god this is weird i can't believe i did not expect this in a grudge tv show and you watched it like the next yeah, I, day no, i think i think i watched it because th- i had watched uh, moulin rouge and then i saw your messages and then i started watching it after oh I watched hell moulin yeah rouge. <laughs> so i think we might have even watched it on the same evening that is incredible <laughs> I love how quarantine can bring us together. <laughs> but 
yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was, like, there's one specific image that I'm thinking of that I loved. I saw that and I immediately was like, Carrie would probably yeah. like this. <laughs> and I love that so much, so it makes me look fondly on the rest of the show, just because there's, like, one snippet of a thing that I'm like, wow, I've never seen that before, I love that. <laughs> and then, like, it's it's a really in my opinion, dense show, because I th- feel like that's a thing. I don't know much about the Grudge movies aside from this and the John Cho one that came out earlier oh. this See, year, that's why I really it- wanted to watch the the American remake again, which I did with George, right. and it kind of, like, it made sense why it was so jarring, because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that movie was so, like, it went everywhere all yeah. the time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because that movie does that, too, yeah, which is weird. It seems like it's a thing with these properties where it's just a bunch of stories like nested together and it's just everything is happening and i had trouble (laughs) keeping the years straight because at one point i read a year wrong so then there was like (laughs) something it's to me it seemed like they had gone back in time when actually they had gone forward in time so that's on me i just got confused but it's a very fun show I think because it was very atmospheric for me, at least for the first like three episodes, and then like episode four, five, and six, it's just like, oh, okay, this is just bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I I do agree with the drawing thing. It's especially weird because like each episode is like a year for the most part. Episode one and two are like connected, mm-hmm. like straight after each other, basically. Yeah. But after that, there's always like a year gap, mm-hmm. and it feels jarring especially the one in the fourth episode which is the craziest one because like it introduces like this whole new family and they've been basically living in the grudge house for a while and i didn't like it just happened and like i didn't realize that they were living in that house Mm -hmm. so when you know grudge stuff started happening i was really confused (laughs) and I didn't know if it was, like, me being, like, so tired, because, like, I, I, I watched this, like, at 10 o'clock at night, because I was like, I'm not tired. I'll watch an episode or two of The Grudge Show, <laughs> and then, you know, it eventually hit, like, one in the morning when I was finishing it. Um, so I was like, was this confusing, or was I just tired? Then I talked to you, and you're like, oh, okay, good. It is it's actually just confusing. I'm not stupid or tired. Well, it is possible that we are both, in fact, stupid Carrie, and please, tired. Carrie, please, we're trying to sell a podcast here. <laughs> But yeah, I think this show is worth the watch just for the simple fact that it's quick enough that even oh, if you don't yeah. like yeah, it, you'll sounds, still have fun. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good time. Short. I do have beef with Netflix, though, that they, I don't know if this happens to you, but uh, they automatically start playing the English dub of oh. it. Oh, yeah, And I was like, weird. oh, this is disgusting. Why is this so bad? Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because a, a lot of their, like, Netflix original stuff, they'll have dubs of several languages, huh. which is great. But mm-hmm. I usually will want to watch the original. Like, they did the same thing with uh, Marianne, because it's a French show. Oh, and okay. so they started playing the English one when I started it, and I was like, this just looks... Why is this so bad? Oh, I see. Yeah, dubs don't work in live action. Like, I'll watch an, a dub of, like, an animated film, because mm-hmm. usually they, like, fix, like, mouth movements, like, in, like, edits sometimes. Yeah. Or you don't notice it as much. Yeah, but, like, when it's real people, it's really noticeable. Yeah. And that happened to me, too. At first, I was like, Wait, is this in English? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the movie starts with, like, they're, like, watching a thing and they're talking off screen. So I was like, oh, that's, I didn't expect that. I mean, that's cool, I guess. But then, like, I saw their vows and I was like, oh, that's weird. Oh, is this, oh, thank God I can fix this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so watch out for that. Yeah. But, surpre- is it, is it good? That's up to know. interpretation. <laughs> is it, is it interesting? 
Oh yeah. 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 Is it not afraid to go there? <laughs> Definitely <yeah>. not. <laughs> I'm very excited. If if you're a long time uh, listener to this podcast, you know that we have a very long running do not go in there award <laughs> at our end of the year podcast. <laughs> Um, Super uh, long. <laughs> I guess won't even be a thing this year, by the well, way. No, it will. There's already okay. two. There's already two great contenders uh, to the. If you don't know, the Do Not Go In There Award goes to uh, the movie where uh, someone could say the term uh, "Do Not Go In There," and it applies the best in the context of the film. And the, the contenders this year are uh, the Grudge, the Grudge 2020 and, and the, Grudge. the Grudge Origins. <laughs> do not <laughs> go, go in there. there. So that's uh, Juon Origins, I suppose. I'm surprised, like that that name wasn't already taken because there's been so many Juon motion pictures yeah, and adaptations <laughs> that, yeah, I'm surprised that wasn't already taken. Um, the next movie is actually a movie that a lot of folks were talking about, but I haven't seen yet. Um, and that is Palm Springs, which is so okay. So all I know is that Andy Samberg's in it. Uh, it's got summertime vibe to it. That's all I know. What is this movie, Carrie? Uh, it's a uh, time loop kind of movie much mm-hmm. in the vein of uh, happy death day and uh <clears throat> it's all centered on this one character's wedding and this movie does something that i haven't seen with that genre personally where we meet where andy sandberg is the guy that's trapped in the thing but we see him from an outside perspective at first mm-hmm. and when we join the film it's him having already been in it for a really long time so he just seems like this crazy guy who's doing <laughs> weird stuff that no one would do or he seems really well ingratiated into this party and can just get away with a bunch of shit and this girl is just like what <laughs> and it's it's great <laughs> i think it's pretty fucking funny yeah, it's 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 pretty solid. I didn't I didn't love it to the level of like a lot of people did, but yeah. I I really liked what it did with that idea. I will say I don't love the very beginning because it begins with Andy Samberg uh jerking off. Oh yeah. And that was very jarring to me. <laughs> so I was me like, "What is this?" But then yeah. it got more normal. Uh and in the, in, the, in a way that very more normal a, a time loop movie could be. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's basically he just he's in this time loop. Uh, he's insane, and then another character, kind of, who's the real like character that you're following through the movie, gets in the time loop too, and it's him like kind of teaching uh, the other character like, all right, this is the bullshit we're stuck with for the rest of our lives. Right. Um, hope you get used to it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I did not expect that from from. Just looking at the cover art for this movie, <laughs> yeah. um, it's got a good sense of humor and it's fun. Like it's not, it's not any sort of deep or super cool. Well, it's cool, but it's like it's not some like life changing thing. But it's a fun way to spend an evening, and it's yeah. got J.K. Simmons in it. Yes, he, which is the <laughs> very J.K. Simmons vibes. I feel. <laughs> I'll watch anything with J.K. <laughs> oh, Simmons. Oh, Carrie, in I it, know more than most people. <laughs> All right, well, that's Palm Springs. I guess there's nothing else to say about it. Yeah, it's on Hulu, uh, and it's solid. Yes, good, good solid. To, solid movie. <laughs> um, I feel like... Uh, so so Shudder has is, is, is been a thing for a minute, and I feel like it definitely has an audience, but I feel like I don't often see people who don't, aren't into the shit like we are, like mm-hmm. love like all this weird horror shit and also like movies, but like 
I, 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 on my feed, I don't see it, a lot of the Shutter original content. I think when Creepshow was coming, that's when I saw it. But right. other than that, yeah, I don't that see was, a lot of yeah, I don't see a lot of breakthrough stuff. But man, host, a lot of folks. This movie really, I feel like a lot of folks have been watching Host. Yeah. Well, because it feels like the first entry in a like a timely Corona. Yeah, it feels film. it feels like ever since this started, I feel like everyone know felt like there was going to be a surge of these kind of movies. Sure, yeah, just because like they're the they're like the only option to make. Yeah, well, and I mean, it feels like because like even when we're watching movies that get released our new movies it's still like well this is from a different time yeah. and then watching this one it's like oh man this is our life <laughs> yeah <now."> yeah right <laughs> yeah um and i think also well let's set it up host uh for you folks who are not initiated uh is an shutter exclusive movie it is uh oh god i love the way they use the timing i didn't even realize it until like the last 10 minutes of the movie i was like oh this movie is an hour it's long so good um, so this is a movie that it's a it's a Zoom party with all these friends um, who are who, who, one of the friends I guess what do you call it I guess I don't seance. Know, a seance, seance yes yeah. uh, know someone who's like really into this shit and can get like get it going yeah um, and then like some of the friends to various levels think it's a fucking <laughs> jerk off you know, dumb right, goopy yeah. time um, and then turns out they actually summon something mm-hmm. uh, and so. In that tight span of an hour, we're introduced to these characters, and then the spooky stuff happens, uh, and it is just so tight, and it works so well, I think. I mean, it doesn't, I don't think it does anything crazy. I just think it does better than Unfriended by a oh, Country oh, Mile, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think it, it does good with what they have to work with, yeah. which is not, not a lot, lot of lot. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Ryan, what'd you think of this one? I was I watched this with Carrie, Ooh. and I was very entertained. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> it's so like, fun. Like you, you can tell like when they're setting up the bits, and you know, you know the bits that they're gonna do <laughs> in the age of you know Zoom meetings. Sure. They do all of it, and even though. But somehow none of them feel like, oh man, they're doing the 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 face swap or the background bit. I think because it's like current, and so like it yeah. feels like yeah, we're yeah, living. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I do that. Uh, <laughs> fun. Uh, but yeah, it it was good. My favorite thing, because like because it's a Zoom meeting, you like see everyone's perspective which all time. Is the one girl was happy. Just looks the, like she's going through it. She's having. <laughs> I think her name was Carolyn or Caroline. Yeah, I think she so. was having the worst time. And, yeah, Caroline. Yeah, and man, was was that <laughs> it mood was so the whole funny. movie? She was terrified the whole time. It's like everyone was oh. fine, but she looked like she was just like she just witnessed like the worst crime. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I watched it with you, that was the second time I watched it. But uh, when I watched it the first time, because I had just heard about it and I knew it was on Shutter, so I went home and how watched that? Just put it on, and uh, Greg was out in the living room playing video games. And the movie started, and he saw that it was a computer thing, and he was like, "Oh, one of these." <laughs> <laughs> But then he ended up watching it, and we had fun. And I think that's a fair response. Like, no, absolutely. yeah, like it's not like again. It's weird how like being so limited and like thinking really small is like. What if just the ghost happened while we were in the thing? Like that. That's it. It's not that high concept, and it just works so well, and it feels what genuine. If some agents from the dark web. <laughs> What if, into your speaker. What if Jake Paul? <laughs> but not really. Ever. Not really. No. <laughs> no. <not at all. laughs> 
Um, anyways, host is fantastic. It's, it's yes. really good. I, like I, I recommended it to my coworkers, and most of them ended up watching it, which Hell means yeah. Shutter, you better oh, give me some, some money. So yeah, good, I love Shutter. Yeah, good. But so they, they, better yeah. give us that promo code, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I. <laughs> Full transparency, Shutter. If you are listening to this, they're Uh-oh. not. Uh, I tried canceling for a week because the week was almost over, and then they're like, "Why don't you give us a month?" And uh-huh. I was like, "All right, sure, whatever. I'll just keep it going, and they'll probably charge me. It's fine. It's whatever." Because we have another Shutter movie coming up here. Uh, that was just fantastic. But uh, before we get that, uh, that's host. It's pretty good time, in my opinion. I don't know if there's anything else to say before we move on. Uh, on your time on Shutter, I recommend that you watch one cut of the dead. Right, you tell us about that the yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Also, I've seen a lot. I see a lot of folks talking about that, that movie, movie now. Awesome. More and more, I've seen people being like, "Yo, this movie's crazy." Um, anyways, you also watch Sudeiko versus. Kyle. I also yes, absolutely. <laughs> 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 me and Karen rewatched. So me and Karen actually rewatched that again last month. Yeah, and it's still so it's entertaining. Awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> Is it good? No. Yeah, but yeah. In, in my letterbox review, I said, "Don't look at my star rating. That doesn't matter." <laughs> I love this so much. Um, well, yeah, and it's good that, that Cheddar's been doing well. Yeah. Uh, um, is that owned by Warner Brothers? Is that a Warner Brothers property? I don't know who owns no Okay, it might be their own thing. I hope so, because when I, th- I for some reason I got it in my mind it was I, Warner I, Brothers, I, I and I was into like, it, but the next one is the next movie is the only one I've always I've always seen this one, I believe. Uh, okay, so I can't look into it. I'm sorry. Okay, um, yeah, what is Vivarium? Vivarium. Vivarium. Vivarium is it's a Hulu. No, it's it's an Amazon Prime movie. Sorry, Man, these fucking the, the, the times we live in. It's exhausting. <laughs> But as got- I, as Selena Gomez and her HBO Max <laughs> fucking cooking show stares at us. But this was a movie that I was interested in because Stephen King talked about this. Oh. Uh, he was like, "This is this is great groundbreaking cinema." And I was like, "All right, all right, man, I'll I'll check this out to see what the hell you're talking about." And it's. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Thanks, I, it was. I had also read that it's just a very. It was a Twilight Zone episode that was pitched and they did not pick it up. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. It was a Twilight Zone. In, it was pit, someone said like this seems like it's a Twilight Zone episode that was pitched and they did not take it. They're like, we'll just make it ourselves. And it very much feels like a weird Twilight Zone episode. Um, it stars your boy. Ryan. Ryan, also known sometimes as, Jess, as actor Jesse Eisenberg, and his future wife, Emogen Poots. Nice. Um, they are this, I don't know if they're like engaged or married or just a couple, but they're looking for a house. Um, and they end up going to this um, like suburbia. suburbia like complex that's being built um, that they're looking at. Um, they get toured by this very weird guy before like the place is like opened up so no one's living there yet and they're looking at like house nine or whatever and they're looking at it like this is all very like weird and very like 1950s like ideal american lifestyle um and then the the guy showing them the house disappears and they're like okay let's leave this guy was weird this place is weird and we don't like this so they try try to drive back and then they get lost right and they're just driving in circles because they're now trapped in like this area in this uh suburban stuck in suburbia the stuck disney in... channel original film exactly <laughs> brenda song uh but yeah they're they're stuck there and they're like oh geez 
whatever. All right, let's just spend the night and we'll try to fix this tomorrow. Uh, they spend the night. Uh, they're like, all right, let's leave. And they just like keep walking because they're like, the car is not helping. We'll just follow the sun. And again, nothing happens. And they're like, let's burn the fucking house down then. <laughs> and then they pass out and the house is back. And they're like, oh, okay, what the fuck is happening? But also, not only is the house back, but there's a box lying outside the house because they passed out on the street and it has a baby in it. And they read the note and the note says, raise the child and you can leave. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, no. And the child is, like, weird. Mm -hmm. Like, it it can perfectly mimic speech. So, like, when they fight, um, he'll, like, repeat things that, like, they say, like, in their tone. And also, it does the most excruciating loud scream whenever, like, you're not paying attention to it. It's like, but, like, loud and, like, childish. It does this all the time. As well as, like, it's growing, like, like long like it's growing faster so i think like in the course of the movie the like only a twilight baby like a twilight baby <laughs> so like, i think in the course of the movie it's only like a year maybe a year and a half but like that's of course of it being a child to an adult and it's basically them dealing with being stuck in this weird twilight zone <laughs> area with this weird baby um emogen's poots character is focused on trying to take care of this thing that they i mean they both fucking hate it obviously because they're stuck with it and it's weird but Jesse Eisenberg's character is just like, I'm going to dig a hole and eventually I'm going to hit something. Um, so I'm going to spend all of this year digging a hole or whatever. And that's all he does. And they fight and the child's weird and the whole thing's weird. And it's not very good, but it's weird, <laughs> I guess. Uh, the ending is bizarre. Um, also predictable if you can tell what you know what's going on. But... Was I entertained that evening? A little bit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude. That's all I can say about it. Uh, my my letterbox review of this movie that I really liked was, oh no, stuck inside a house with some, oh. with Emogen Poots for all eternity? No! <laughs> I'm so bad! That was, that was very similar to my review of Arctic starring Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm trapped in the Arctic with Mads Mikkelsen. No. I'm rescued soon. <laughs> Unless <laughs> the very it was a thirst watch. I'll be completely honest. I'm sorry. For Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, exactly. I like I like seeing people who look and act like me. When you because... mentioned Vivarium, like just when we were talking before we started, I, th- I thought you were goofing. I thought you, said, I thought you watched fucking Valerian. <laughs> I was about... Dane DeHaan, another guy. Does he? Have- something coming to Quibi, doesn't he? I, I think he already has it's already on Quibi. Which I they should have led with that. Exactly. Yeah. Quibi, we have Dane DeHaan. All right. All right. It is. is it like a stalker thing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It also has Micah Monroe in it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Two people. I, don't want I, my, I already did my Quibi trial, so. Well, well man. So did, so did 95% of their audience. Yeah, well. Anyways. That's a very... Um, we're almost through the, the recent timely shit we've watched. Uh, so I'm going to do a, a run through because after this, we're going to do our dumb quick shit. We saw, uh, we saw Juon origins, Palm Springs host Vivarium. Uh, and now we're talking about another shutter original motion picture, uh, La Llorona, not to be confused with the curse, the curse of, of La Llorona, a conjuring film <laughs> universe. Uh, yeah. 
So that's a bummer for this movie that has to deal with that. But uh, anyways, they made there's a new Lady Rona movie that is not that movie, and this one's holy moly way better. Um, (laughs) So this movie is a Guatemalan uh, motion picture. So it is in Spanish. Uh, It's part Spanish and is also part. Oh, I believe it is a form of uh, some sort of form of Ma- Mayan dialect because uh, they are Mayan natives in this movie. Uh, anyways, this is you would think from La Llorona, it is a horror movie, but it's more of a drama with a bit of horror in it. Yeah. Um. So th- this movie takes place in Guatemala, like I mentioned before. Uh, we follow this fucking dictator guy, a former like at least right hand ma- arm of whatever regime in Guatemala. I I'm an idiot. We're all idiots here yes. and don't know anything <laughs> about history. This has been a thing. When we see historical pieces, like, <laughs> I didn't know that happened. Oh, That's crazy. Interesting story. That's that wild. Happened. That's crazy. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so I don't know. I, I wasn't aware of, like, Guatemala's history until this movie. Um, and so, yes, this guy was sort of the the leader of, like, whatever fucking military orders the government gave, uh, which was effectively to, they're trying to weed out spies. Uh, I forget who. Isn't there something with, like, communism the, or something? The, well, there was something with, like, the Mayan land and something. That was the underlying reason, but the excuse oh, they did was, like, they're, like, conspirators or some shit. Like, some, like, rah, rah, rah. Like, they were fighting something else, and they used that excuse to take over right. their land. Like, yeah. oh, they're in cahoots with them. I don't remember what it something was. Like that, something yeah. like that. But anyways, uh, Guatemala still has a lot of, like, native uh, Mayan folks who li- live off the land, like a reservation sort of dealy. Or, or, like, I guess how... but. It's just a bigger community that are now sort of segmented to reservations, I guess, after this event. Anyways, it was essentially a genocide of these native people uh, at the hands of the government. Um, and so in this movie right now, we are sort of this guy is sort of facing the the reckoning of that. And has a, is actually brought up to fucking court for his crimes. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, he gets he gets convicted at first, but then he gets scot free. Um, and La Llorona, if you don't know, listener, is a folk story, is not just Guatemala, it's sort of like a story that's told in all, like, Latin fucking cultures, whatever the, I, I, I knew the story when I was a little kid, like, it was a story my mom told me to scare me, or whatever the hell, it is a story about the weeping woman, uh, who loses her children, there's different, like, versions of it, but it essentially is about a ghost of a woman who is ha- who's, like, haunted by she lost her children and she's now searching for them for their all eternity and so she she screams my children my children that's the bit um but in this movie um it is it plays with the fact that we think that they are being haunted by a, a ghost they are being haunted but they're going crazy something is like around them mm-hmm. and it's not made explicit until the very end of the movie like right. here's what's going on uh, and because of that, it's not really a horror movie. It's just more like, by the end of it, yes, La Llorona was haunting them the whole time. I don't want to spoil like what it is, like, yeah. But, um, yeah, the way it plays with it, it pretty much it, it did a genius job of like taking the folklore and wrapping it perfect, putting it perfectly in the history and in this story. Like everything about the the lore of this character works perfectly with the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. And it's done fucking fantastic. Yeah. And it was so cool to watch it in comparison to the fucking shit show that came out last year. And I was like, oh, so you can tell the story <laughs> in like a really like 
interesting, new, fresh, and yeah. socially conscious way. That's really cool. Instead of having fucking Linda Cardellini being like, oh, no, the, the, the Yorona's in my attic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else to say about it. It's just, it's really smart. It's very well done. Um, and this director, like, he's not really a horror director, but he has very much done movies about the native folk people in Guatemala. So he is a Guatemalan filmmaker who, like, this is his thing. And I think at some point he's like, wait a minute. We could do this with this. <laughs> Hold on. That's good. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really well done. Uh, not really a spooky movie. More of a drama with some spooky stuff. But um, the way they weave it all together works so well. It's very Again, like, the way they tell the story about, like, and we in like racial tension, like clear racism, and like all this stuff, and it does it very well. It's really good. Anyways, that's how you run it. Was this movie made in response to the shit show one? I doubt it, because or... they would have been they would have released at the time the other one came out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you was twenty nineteen, right? The curse, mm-hmm. and this released originally in Guatemala in twenty nineteen. Oh, okay, so okay. They would have yeah. been simultaneous, I guess. <laughs> okay, but I guess it was a smaller film, and then they got picked up. So it's like, well, interesting. Here we are. When I when I first heard about this, and I heard like good praise, not just from you guys, but from like other stuff on the internet, I was like, this had to have been. They saw the shit show one, and they saw how like whitewashed and bad it was, and were like, let's do this right. Mm-hmm. At least that's that's the vibe I assumed from that. But you know, yeah, it just whatever. it just works out time wise that yeah. yeah, it feels like a response, but. <laughs> It's really good. And if anything, even if it was a response, it'd be weird because it's, again, it's very specific to Guatemalan history. Right. So it's like, because again, like, like everyone is like everywhere. So like anybody could have done that, but it, it very much tells like, this is the story I want to tell. And I know the background. I've been doing this shit and it fits, fits perfectly with the story. Um, so yeah, La Llorona, fantastic. Again, Shudder. Uh, it, it. it's, it's very good. Oh, it's, it, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, that's all the recent stuff. Uh, we saw some stuff in the time that we've been locked up that were like fucking sure, like Scoob. That's what that's. Well, Ryan, you saw it before me. I did, and I saw it one day because I was like, "Let's watch Scoob," you and know, so I made my fourth fake HBO Max account <laughs> and we watched Scoob. If HBO is listening, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, you made Scoob. I don't care what you, what the fuck you think. <laughs> Anyways, it sucks. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's no, I don't want to go into detail, but you know, but it's, it sucks. It fucking sucks. It's a, it's Scoob, it's Scooby Doo, but you know, it's like an origin story, but not really. No, the first ten minutes, the first ten is minutes, an origin and, story, and, then and then it immediately jumps to what could be their last adventure ever, because <laughs> they're flying through space and the gates of hell is open. Yeah, and Hanna Barbera cinematic universe. Here's everybody. And, uh, yeah, it's dumb. There was a Hex Girls poster in the back. Was there? I didn't see it, no. Yeah, it was when they were uh, in that abandoned amusement park. I didn't see that. That's fun. Yeah, I I made a point, because the movie was so uninteresting. I just looked at the background of each shot and tried to find more Hanna-Barbera references. But, but Ryan, I thought you liked it. I love Jabberjaw. (laughs) (laughs) I love Speed speed Buggy. Remember Speed Buggy, Carrie? I don't remember any of it. He was a car, and he talked, and he solved mysteries. <laughs> you, <don't say. laughs> you know what Jabberjaw did? Uh, he talked a lot. Yeah, ge- Jabberjaw. Yeah, guess mysteries. what he did? He solved mysteries. Interesting. What a- Captain Caveman's bit was, Carrie? 
did he solve prehistoric he sold mysteries? He sold, no, he was in modern day, but he solved modern day mysteries. Because <laughs> he was thought out by the Teen Angels. Oh. The show is called uh, Kevin Came In and the Teen Angels. Look, I had Boomerang as a kid, so I watched all these, ho- the horrible Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, it's weird because, like, they're ripoffs, but they ripped off themselves. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And so very cheaply and very oh, quickly. Oh, yeah, they definitely, like, reused, like, everything. And so that's the thing with Scoop. The bizarre thing about it is a movie in 2020, and I feel like generationally it doesn't work out. Like, it is a mixture of Scooby-Doo and the Hanna-Barbera stuff, and it's like, we're like the last generation who was exposed yeah. to the Boomerang. <laughs> who wants this? Yeah, it feels like it's very much, it's somehow trying to target, like, young kids, but also, like, 60-year-old yeah. people. <laughs> So, like, oh, all the kids are going to go with their grandparents in the theaters. Oh, no. I don't think that would have worked out anyways. If you're, no, you're well, all, no. In all the no, best no, no. case scenario. Uh, but yeah, this movie's just bland. And, ah, God, they're trying really hard to make it look good. Like, like this is just a George thing. And maybe I'm an idiot and I never noticed this, but I really noticed it with this movie. The lighting is just, it's like a fucking tech demo for the PlayStation 5. Like, there's just so much lighting and shadow in it. And it's like... Fucking like, Chill. there's so much neon too. It's like fucking like Blade Runner at some points in this goddamn movie. Yeah, it's it's a weird look. Like you think they'd go for like a retro '60s look because that's like what Scooby Doo is. But instead, they go for like the characters are still designed like the way they always have been, but like in three dimensional spaces, which doesn't make sense. They look weird and jarring. Um, and then like all the lights and everything, it just feels so weird. It doesn't work for me. Anyway, Scoob sucks. Scoob, baby. Anyways, Carrie, you saw a letterbox favorite, <laughs> uh, a very cool ass poster yeah. in possession. It's <laughs> like my friend Nathan. I was telling him that I watched this, and he was like, "I feel like I didn't hear about that movie until I joined Letterboxd, and now it's like the new cool girl phase." <laughs> And I was like, well, hopefully I can still like it, even though I'm not a cool girl. So, Carrie, that movie has a great poster, and I'm sure it's cool. Is it good? I love this movie so much. This is my favorite movie I've watched this year. Uh, It's, I describe it as marriage story on hard mode. And uh, it's basically following uh, her, this lady in this photo that I've kindly attached to our document. The main characters are this couple whose marriage is in the process of falling apart Mm -hmm. and them separating and dealing with trying to take care of their son and her moving in with someone else. And then she gets up to some hijinks and it's Sam Neill trying to figure out what's going on with his wife and trying to and then him colluding with the guy that she left him for, and he doesn't know what's going on either. So it's basically just her dealing with her marriage ending in, like, one of the boldest ways possible, <laughs> is what I'll say. Because <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, because I want mm-hmm. you guys to watch it. Because there's an aspect to this movie that I was not aware of. <laughs> and when it happened, I was very excited. Because all I had seen from this movie was the... That scene, the freakout scene of her in the train tunnel with all of her groceries, and she's just screaming and going crazy and smashing her eggs on the wall. Yeah, and she doesn't look like she's having a good time. phenomenal. It does one of my favorite things where she has this scream that's just so fucking loud, and it fucks up the audio, and it peaks, and there's like, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And I love this movie. Okay, well, that's much. good to know. It has a really cool poster, and you have a really fancy Blu-ray version. It's yes, it's true. When I was trying to watch it, 
Uh, yeah, I is it found... still a nightmare to stream? Yeah, well, cause I don't know why it's 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 like a regional copyright thing, yeah, okay. I think. Yeah. But uh, I was doing research about this movie, and it was like briefly banned in the UK in the nineties as yeah. a video nasty. Ah. <laughs> so it was not, it was very briefly banned, and now it's just impossible to find. Like I was trying to watch this movie legally. Okay, I I was ready to pay, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, someone had uploaded a VHS rip on to Vimeo. Delicious. But I start oh. oh I started watching that. And I was like, this seems weird. And I looked at the comments and it was the American re-edited for TV version where they don't, it's not like you would think, like they would just cut out certain things. It was like completely re-edited. So I was like, I can't watch this for the first, because like I saw it in the comments. They're like, oh yeah, this is just all out of order. Don't watch this. Because like, so when I found a link of the actual version, the scene that the American made-for-TV version started with is, like, halfway through the movie. And I was like, what the fuck is huh. wrong with this? So don't watch that. Watch my Blu-ray only, please. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, that's possession. I'm glad that it's actually good. It's yeah, so I haven't wanted to watch that for a while, yeah. but I've run into some issues with you. It's with impossible. Like, with, like, all these, like, letterbox, like, you have to watch this. You can't, can't. you can't watch them anywhere. <laughs> shouldn't letter shouldn't the, the popular movies on Letterbox be the ones that are easily well, that's accessible? Letterbox does all the yeah, cool it, yeah. So they win more. Maybe exactly. Yeah, so, but like all the fucking if cool... they respect movies, you wouldn't pirate them. Yeah, but you wouldn't the... legally download a car, would all you? The... <laughs> <laughs> I got all this the... Betamax tape with this version. <laughs> all these cool teens that I follow who have downloaded the leak of Possessor and are talking about how awesome it is, and I'm like, damn it, oh. you fuckers. <laughs> mm. Anyways, that's Possession. Not to be confused with Possessor. Coming oh, soon. I'm so excited for that. Movie. Uh, Holy shit. Ryan, we saw 2004's hot Paris Hilton vehicle, House of Wax. Yes. Wax House, baby. Wax House, baby. <laughs> um, Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray is in it. Jared <laughs> Padilkin of Supernatural. Oh, Jared Padalecki. Yeah, he's oh in God. it. Yeah. He's it's so pal- tall. It's Padaldecki. <laughs> uh, anyways we saw it because we were like in a mid-2000s vibe um, we saw it and i think i've seen that movie like four times somehow in my life ryan i saw it once when i, I remember seeing it once as a kid me was, too it was like it was, it was, it was weird was, occurrence that i saw it as a yeah, kid yeah and i remember being like oh that's gross wax wax house baby not for this wax house not for this seven-year-old <laughs> child um yeah, I don't know. It's 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 the most forgettable mid two thousands. Oh yeah, no, it sucks. It sucks. I'm not, it's I'm not, not gonna good. dance around the house. There's nothing much to say about it. I'm not, I'm not gonna dance around the wax house here, but yeah, no. uh, it's bad. Does it qualify for the do not go in there award? Even though they're yeah. not from this year, you know. Here's the thing: the do not go in there involves the entire town. Yes, which is crazy. What? Because the entire town, town is town of wax. It's a town, and also, but well, there's yeah. a, there, like there's a wax house, baby. But there's oh. the, but there's wax. Things all over this small town. Really? Yes. Yeah. I've never seen this whole movie. I think I saw one part. Is there a part? I might be thinking of a different Paris Hilton horror movie. I don't know if she's not many. In. Okay. Was there a part of her in a tent with a guy? Yeah, this oh, is okay. Wax. Yeah. I saw, Wax. I saw Wax. that clip on that's TV a... when I was scrolling when I was a kid and I watched it for a little bit because I recognized her from her fucking TV show Devilish. that she did with uh, with Nicole Richie. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's Paris Hilton. And then I was like, and then I stopped watching that's, it. That's, that's House of Wax. I think most people remember Paris Hilton in the woods, maybe a tent somewhere, uh, and then like the fake blowjob scene. 
which is what I remember as a kid. Yeah. Anyways, the coolest thing about this is they committed to the bit at the end where the oh, house yeah. is made of wax and they burn it down. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, they started a fire on good. set. It looks <laughs> very cool. Great. It looks really cool. And it's like, maybe that was the movie. Like, you know what? Let's never make practical effects ever a fucking again. <laughs> yeah, it's that like, was the one. Like, when we were thinking about it, like, man, they would have to make original wax sculptures for all this bullshit that they're going to have to fucking wreck. Um, and it's like one shot, really, right? Like, you have to, like, this is one take. We can't do this wax house burning again. Yeah, we can't break through this wax, uh, wall yeah. twice. <laughs> exactly. That is kind of awesome. It's really cool. It is very cool. Uh, the rest of the movie is just yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, it's really very bad. violent for the time, I think. It is, yeah. And yeah, it is pretty gross just because, like, they're pouring wax over people. And the one part yeah, that Jared gross, ba -ba 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 gets And the one part waxed, that really baby. grossed me out is, like, the one friend finds Jared. Battle Becky. He's all like, ooh. Yeah, and he's like, tries to help, and he like rips off a piece of the wax, and like you see like his like the red muscle. Yeah, nice. And he's like, oh no, and he tries ooh. to like remove more of it, thinking that'll help. <laughs> and like, you fucking, what's wrong with you? I'm a big fan. Read the read the, read the wax room, baby. <laughs> um. Anyways, it's interesting. Not really as a as a as a relic of the 2000s and like. Peak Paris Hilton, and the fact that people watched this movie because they wanted to see her die. Uh, and that was like the whole marketing campaign for this Got movie. It. Okay. Uh, Speaking of the 2000s. Oh, yeah. And the thing I remember about this movie for some reason, uh, as soon as the cuts, there's there's two My Chemical Romance. So the movie cuts, and it's all like, wait a minute. He had three sons. Burn it down. It's like a man. Jim <laughs> Michael Murray. Anyways, it's very good. It's very good. Sounds pretty great. I remember that as a child. I think I remember the second time I saw that movie. I was like, oh, huh, how about that? Two thousand. I, I did not. I did. I did not know that. So and it would have been right on the surprised. cusp. So that would have been a big deal for my couple. Oh, God. oh, fucking Jared Way, guys. We're in House of Wax. Hey. <laughs> we're in Wax House, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, House of Wax. Oh yeah, we saw Scary Movie Three. That's yeah. it. We first saw Scary Movie Three. Yeah, yeah, because we we're talking about what what happened in the two thousands that made everything terrible, and we decided that it's actually these movies. It's really bad. It's these Dude. movies. Like I, uh, I didn't watch this with you guys, but I remember liking Scary Movie Three a lot. Yes, I, I remember. Like that's the good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then I I was talking with you guys before we started recording how I recently rewatched. Well, not necessarily rewatched because I never saw them, but I watched Scary Movie One and Scary Movie Two. Oh, oh yeah, gross. And see, we and I think we, we, me and him were like maybe those first two were okay because the Waynes were involved with them. So I mean, I didn't like them very much. They're just stupid. Because I remember seeing the, the second one has Tim Curry. It in does it, have Tim Curry. He's he, got like he the nipples. Creep again, yeah, so creep, yeah. it's not as I, fun. I saw the first one a lot, and I saw the third one, fourth one a lot. I don't know a whole lot about the second. I've never one. seen the first one. Wait, the first one you would think because that was his focus. It's a scream, right? Yeah, yeah. It the is first scream, one. They, the, I think the first one's probably the better of the two. Well, definitely. I didn't like the second is one. Is it like, still all, racist or sexist or homophobic? It's just obnoxious. <laughs> like, all, yeah. it's everything. I just didn't like, it's just that kind of movie. And, like, it's a parody movie, so I understand what they're going for, and they achieved that, but it's just not something It's also, it, it's, it's fascinating as a relic of, like, what the fuck were we on <laughs> yeah, in the 2000s? Know. Again, like I said, most, again, I said it multiple times, Clearly, a product that came during the Iraq War. Only like then, where the Americans like, you fucking bomb them, baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Scary movie three, Anna Ferris. 
Anna Faris' well, career. The, the aliens kick, kick people in the in the balls. Because they say goodbye. They say goodbye when you kick them in the balls, and they pee through their what about, fingers. What about the part? Yeah, I was going to say, what about the part where <laughs> fucking airplane guy's like, maybe we're not so different after all, and he picks this out of his finger, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> I was, yeah, Ryan remembered how the fucking end was oh, like. Oh, yeah. I the, didn't know the, that. The rain lady is like, I'm just kidding. I'm going to kill all of you. And then he does the bit from Airplane where he knocks her down with the door. He's like, just so you know, everyone's rooting on you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We're all they, on. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, of course they would. And I think, I mean, I was probably too young to even get Pretty the context. Funny. And I, like, watching it again, it reminds me, like, those movies are the perfect, like, idea of, like, like, okay, how do we end this scene? And the answer is usually boobs <laughs> what if there was just a bunch of boobs and then a hard cut or someone said something horribly racist and then a hard cut to something else that's it sounds pretty good that's to me pr- that's sounds pretty... like screenwriting 101 <laughs> yeah that was what they taught me yeah. the first day in school <laughs> yeah this one opens up with the ring bit with pamela anderson and jenny mccarthy i don't know i don't know who the oh, other lady was I remember. I, the last time i watched this movie was when i was younger young and didn't know who celebrity names were so if i watched it now i would probably know but yeah it's I obnoxious how you can tell that. where they where they think the parts that are just like you're in the fucking floor dying laughing <laughs> yeah. um mm-hmm. it's just like oh boy anyways entertaining stuff they shouldn't make. They, that's a shame they made that these movies were successful. I tried to make you guys watch the fifth one. No, Today it's awful. too far. Like it's not even like mid two thousands. It's like you gotta stop. <laughs> Just stop. Just they won't stop. They can't stop. Allison Hannigan is in date movie, right? Yes, she's okay. in a date movie. Yeah. Anyways, Cal Penn is in. Uh, Cal Penn is in epic, epic movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, anyways, August, let's see what's happening. Fuck if I know, man. <laughs> Bill and Ted? New Mutants? New Mutants we know for sure is coming out. They're like, actually, no way. <laughs> no, Karen, here's the thing. It is because it's perfect. It can come out and no one will see it. And if there's any contractual obligations that are stopping it from coming to a streaming service, like, we will put it in a movie theater. <laughs> I think I read that under the contract, it has to be put in theaters, and after that, it will go to HBO first. So not only is Disney putting this out to die, which, like, it was going to anyway, but then it'll be on HBO Max, baby! Do you think Selena Gomez will add it to her exclusive HBO Max playlist? Jerry, I can basically guarantee it. Uh, Isn't it crazy how that movie was, like, probably filmed in, like, 2015? That's so crazy. (laughs) What a time. What a time. Oh, man. Anyways, that is coming out to IMAX, to theaters, theaters in use sometime in August. Lit. What is unhinged? Oh, my God. Imagine, I am imagine describing Russell Crowe to someone. I am at, uh, oh. <laughs> so, the day I found out about unhinged, I was showing Greg the trailer for Shirley, that Elizabeth Moss Yes. Movie. Oh, wait, I saw Shirley. Real <gasps> quick, I saw Shirley. Did you like it? I thought it was okay. Oh, man. Anyways, <laughs> I love that. I, I love the I love the fits sh- uh, she has in that movie. Oh, that fucking, yeah. The fucking, uh, I forgot. Oh, my God, what was the shirt? What was the fucking shirt? The, was it Pineapples? No, what was it? From, oh, I remember what, what you're talking about. Anyway, yeah. it was a great shirt. Uh, the scene where she's, like, uh, sitting on the bench, and she's looking at what she's smoking. It's very good. Oh my god! It's really good. Oh my god! <laughs> and but then the weird thing, someone who I follow, Abby Russell, who's like a video game person now, but she has a letterbox, and she was like, "It's really weird." I became much more interested in the movie in the middle when it got very gay, but then it stopped being gay, and I was very confused. <laughs> yeah, 
that. Anyways. So I showed Greg the trailer for Shirley, but before that trailer played, there was like a snippet trailer for Unhinged. And so uh, after we watched the trailer for Shirley, we were like, what the fuck was that movie? And uh, basically the setup is that uh, this lady is behind Russell Crowe in traffic and it's a green light and he's not turning and she honks at him really I've aggressively. Snail, yeah. And then she goes around him and like glares at him and flips him off or whatever. And then uh, he pulls up next to her and is like, you know what a courtesy tap is, young man, to her kid in the back seat. And it's like, it's like light and friendly. I'm sure that's what your mom meant to do. She's like, I didn't mean to do anything. And then they drive away. And then the rest of the movie is Russell Crowe attempting to murder her. Sounds <laughs> great. This sounds right? great. So we watched that trailer. It looks like the most bonkers movie I've ever seen in my whole life. And Greg was like, now Carrie, now that's a movie. <laughs> Fucking gay authors. No. <laughs> Russell Crowe fighting people around the world. That sounds good. It sounds awesome, right? So is it? So is it coming out? Like it's coming to theaters. <laughs> I truly say, live an unhinged lifestyle. That, that has to be the first movie we see in a movie theater. I swear, not Tenet. Fuck that. <laughs> not no, New Mutants. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Russell Crowe trying to attempt to murder a woman who cut him off. Karen, when we're roommates in the ICU, <laughs> I can't wait to tell our nurse, like, you know, we saw it hinge in theaters. And they're like, please stop talking. You're definitely ill. <laughs> I take my respirator off and I'm like, you know. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about uh, Russell Crowe. Uh, he wasn't that bad. Yeah, well, once we're done recording, we will have to look up the unhinged. All right, it sounds it's great. Fucking amazing. I, I have seen it. It's so it's great. Oh, I something. want George to see it. Oh. And anyway. I want to see it again, frankly. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies that are coming out, the, is August? Is August? The, is this what? Is this what's getting? Because everyone was planning the tenant being the thing in August, right? Yeah. And now we have unhinged, new mutants, and Bill and Ted. We used no, to have Steve Ted's Jobs. Coming, Bill and Ted's coming out on digitally, digital. yeah, but, yeah. It's, it's, digital, but it's digital and oh. theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I will be watching that digitally, probably. Anyways, have you seen any of the other Bill and Ted's? I saw both of them. I have okay. not. So I have not. Fun. No they're context. very fun. I don't think they're real. I don't know why. <laughs> Something. That's how I feel about New Mutants. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're fun. That's it's that's good Keanu times. Good Keanu times. Anyways, that's all that I know is coming out in the month of August. Fuck if I know, man. Probably more. Probably but something. There's some stuff in September to go September. on Netflix that I'm excited for. Yeah? I'm thinking of ending things. I've uh, watched that trailer. I know you haven't watched it yes. yet, and you're not going to, but I've watched that trailer like 20 Have times. you seen the trailer for the uh, the Devil All the Time movie? Yes! Yeah. With Robert Pattinson! Yes! As a creepy, that like, priest. Awesome, yes! Dude. Oh, man. Netflix, you, you know what? I might absolutely hate you guys, but... Sometimes. They got some taste sometimes. sometimes. You got it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. that's a that's a podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what fucking treasures. We'll probably record sometime in September. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It, it it dawned on me this week, um, especially for work, and when we're looking at it's like, oh god, uh, the the year's over. Like, you're done. Right. It's fucked up, man. It, I feel like it's been March. Right? This whole right? Time. It's like, no. <laughs> like, once you get to the, like, once you, like, Halloween's nearby, it's like, it's fucking over. It's yeah, done. It's like you see Halloween stuff in the store, it's like, that can't be right. I'm excited for when we eventually go back to theaters and we'll still be like, oh, no, the trailer for A Quiet Place Yes, that's what I was going to say, too. Oh! 
I'm gonna buy those. Che- I'm gonna buy those checks mix that are at my gas station that have like, a quiet place. Like it'll be weird because like we'll be living back. <laughs> like we'll be back right oh, before all God. of this, and like there'll be so much pain. Oh, oh! Why'd you say that? But yeah, I, th- I I am excited that I'll never have to see a trailer for Mulan ever again. That's I, true. I hate that trailer because I feel nothing when I see yeah. it. And the whole trailer is every two seconds they say a theme that I assume is from the original movie. That And there's a pause because for the audience to go... You will bring honor oh. to us all, Ryan. Like the movie I saw years ago. It's really good, Ryan. Yeah, I don't doubt it's real good. I'm <laughs> saying the new one's going to be fucking yeah. shit. Like and they're that. charging people thirty dollars. Hey man, it. live your f- on top of on, on top, top of their Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. And also, I don't know if it's just our setup, and we're still on like uh, our one year trial. Disney Plus does not work very well. Like every time we try and watch something, it'll freeze at oh, least. I don't know. Like it, it usually happens at one minute and four seconds into whatever see, Disney, we're watching. See, it just freezes. See, Disney, like, why? Wait, well, how is the one-year trial thing working? It was like, uh, I, I think it was through Richard. You could like get, uh, if you had a Verizon thing, yes, you could yes, get yes, a year uh, free trial. Anyways, Disney Plus doesn't have any free trials like at all, so you can't no, free no, trial no, no. it um, other than that. Um, so that's interesting. Anyways, uh, that's a podcast. Um... Yeah, I'm George. You can follow me at jcruzalvarez26. I've been watching stuff again, clearly. Um, so who knows what I'll watch? Maybe I'll watch. Uh, I kind of want to watch. I kind of want to watch more of those shitty early 2000s Warner Brothers Vincent Price remakes. Kind of want to watch Ghost Ship. <gasps> um, Do it. You have no idea the amount of people I've shown the first like because it's seven cool minutes shit. of Ghost it's, Ship. To- exactly. I love it. It's it, so good. The first like. Five to seven yes. minutes of Ghost Ship. I've shown that to it, so many it people. It's so good. And then I do not watch yeah, the rest no, of the good. film. It's not good. <laughs> Anyways, Ryan, where can people find you online? Uh, letterboxed at a film piece. Uh, I think I definitely watch Possession. Yes. Uh, I've been wanting to watch a bunch of the Rain movies as well. Yeah, I'm I just sure recently now. found out they're on Shutter. Yes. Um, I'm very interested in that. Um. Everyone just come over to my apartment. We'll have a ring slash possession party. Rings, Hell yeah. baby. Rings, <laughs> rings party. Rings. <laughs> rings we just house. watch rings. We will watch rings. We will yeah, exactly. eat onion rings. <laughs> we will have uh, donuts. Carrie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E, or on Twitter at K-A-R underscore E-Lyles, L-Y-L-E-S. If you follow me on Letterboxd, you'll probably see me watching uh, Forward on to Dawn, the prequel to Halo 4 soon, because I'm caught up to Halo 4 and Halo Legends, the animatrix of Halo, where they got a bunch of anime studios to do Halo short films. Anyways... Um, that's a podcast. Uh, who knows? I don't even know when this will go up. Probably a week from when you ever listen to this. So maybe Selena Gomez added something else oh. to her HBO Max playlist. Oh, wow. New mutants. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, until whatever the hell next we record, we'll see you then. <laughs> bye bye.